0: Facebook man Posting lies about my life Which no one else can Filters on my face just disguise my edge Show money that I don't Have as words on my page Why don't you cover me From my team It's called living the fake Facebook live dream The post a pic But it's pizza vacations that I got no money to take Since so you are my sports car you know that it's a fake And my love's loaded do up with things that aren't even true And on Facebook is my thing, it's my thing too mm-hmm. Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: friends, which I've never done met. A pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get. A post of your baby say it's one darn cute kid, but I lie, cause it's ugly, that's called an online fib. I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion, but in reality it's a psych cause I got a demotion.
0: face just gets my age. so money that I don't have. Those words on my page. Why don't you come drink my tea? it Scar- on facebook
1: without a judge jury or trial i'll be creeping you the next day with a shiny new profile see a pic of my family yeah we're having a good time well the joke's on you we have not talked in eight months or nine I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause and post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws. So don't judge the life of the fake Facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can. Mr. Kinsman,
2: hey, how you doing there, Clomp? We're we're on the the wrong side again. There we go. I,
1: you know what? I was going to fix that before. You didn't. You don't have to. T- we're telepathic. I know what you're thinking, and I'm going to do it just for you.
2: That's right. Uh, you're you're just seeing if I was on my game, the A game on a Sunday. It's uh, it's another great show That's for Kinsman Klomp live. Can't wait to uh, get into our guest. We've got we Owen Rigg from the NGA Northern Golf Association uh, joining us in due time
1: i have a question for you you know
2: what, so we, we played the
1: music at the beginning and sometimes i see it doing a little bit of a dance in the background before the show starts So, you do you think you're a good dancer can you like no
2: not not, not not a good dancer liquid courage <laughs> comes to mind usually i need a bit of liquid courage before i'm out on the dance floor All right, kid, I, mean, I, I thought you had a hidden
1: talent that you haven't told
2: everyone about.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> all right so what do we got we gotta thank our wonderful sponsors first right
2: that's right. Uh, first and uh, foremost, Timmins RV. Thumbs up to Timmins RV. They, uh, they posted on their Facebook page, I just wanted to mention this, that they are still open. Despite uh, the stay-at-home order, they are still open. They continue to sell RVs, parts, and accessories. Note that they do curbside pickup for the accessories at this time, and they have several options for you to shop easily for what you need. You can find them online, TimminsRV.com, and you do not have to pay for six months. Go we'll visit their lot and uh, price out your new or gently used summer RV located the first left past the Kama Scotia turnoff. And I like the, the whole uh, six months, no payments. It's almost yes. like you're, uh, you're walking in and say, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one because you can walk in there with pocket lint. You don't even have to pay one dime and you can get your new uh, RV uh, today or tomorrow. timmonsrv.com.
1: The, the only thing better is like no payments anytime. That's right. no okay okay so i'm going to talk about the surge we know we can't wait for the surge to open it's the home of kins and clomp and we've been planning our live entertainment variety type shows which we can hopefully start in may and they're going to be awesome uh we have a whole lot of things planned a lot of surprises so we're looking forward to getting there we love the folks at the surge it's an awesome place and uh, once we can get going back into the bar, we're going to start doing three shows a month there, entertainment
2: shows and two stream shows. And
1: we love them, right?
2: And we just might be bringing our trivia shows in there as well. Yes, we do. We love uh, The Surge. We love our live shows. And again, uh, we can't say, uh, can't say enough about Kim and the staff at The Surge. And uh, if you ever find their, uh, their email online, uh, you can send EMTs. Help them out because, yes, the staff... Because of the stay-at-home order, uh, they're all uh, unemployed until so we do get our, uh, ourselves back into uh, orange or yellow statuses again. All right,
1: agreed. What about our friend Eric?
2: Eric at uh, Villeneuve Engineering. Eric uh, hopping on board. He's a brand new engineer in the city of Timmins. And I'm just going to read you his uh, little bio. Eric provides full detailed structural engineering anywhere located in Canada for industrial mining and metals, pulp and paper, power distribution and commercial sectors. Call today as he's brand new. He's looking for brand new clients. 705-221-3991. You can even visit his Facebook page at Villeneuve Engineering Services. And yes, Eric has now joined the Kids and Clop Live family.
1: Do you think he was good at building Legos when he was younger and this started this whole engineering
2: dream? Probably that or Tinker Toys. I remember playing, you remember Constructs no. as a kid, Tinker Toys, Legos, anything, uh, you know, if you're, yeah, it, it, with, with the creative mind, I'm going to say Eric was pretty good at all of that stuff. And now he's, no. he's getting paid no for calls, it now.
1: Say, who calls them Tinker Toys?
2: That's what the, that's what they were back in the day. No. It was an actual toy. It was an actual toy called Tinker Toys. Okay.
1: You had some weird Christmases at your house. No.
2: <laughs> tinker Toys, there, there's got to be someone out there that knows what Tinker Toys are. No, no one. O- only you,
1: Kinsman. Okay, and finally, yes. uh, last but not least, Martin Peel of Payton Pads K9 Protection and Detection Services. We love Martin. We always say he's been with us since the beginning. He has. Uh, yeah, offering protection for businesses and residential, He even trains dogs. And we know that Martin's hiring, right? He's
2: looking to hire a couple new security guards. He is. He's looking for uh, full-time security guards. And if you are interested, he's looking to uh, pay you 16 to $18 an hour. It says hours vary between day and night shift. And if you're interested, to call and contact Martin Peel at Pads Canine on their Facebook page. And you can also call him uh, through the number 705-531-2416 and get hired by uh, Martin Peel.
1: That's right. Do you think I can moonlight as a security
2: guard? you you, you might
1: (laughs) okay let's get i don't
2: don't know if anybody would take you seriously if you're a security guy
1: all right so good evening from gary bailey he's
2: happy hi gary
1: justin hello
2: hey guys from justin prevo uh james ellis hey jamie how are you now Uh, laurie says happy sunday guys thanks laurie good evening mcclomp and kins Jan Arse, uh tuning in. Uh, Joanne uh, saying hello, guys. Thanks, That's Joanne, right. for uh, for tuning in. Uh, Gary, hey Jamie, what happened to your Sens last night? Winning 3-0 with uh, ten yeah. minutes left. LOL.
1: <laughs> the Sens have been rebuilding for five years. I'm uh, I'm cheering for the Jays right now, Kinsman. So that don't even phase me. Uh, Carol. Carol says, hello, says, hello. Jamie and Mark.
2: Hello, Carol. Thanks for tuning in, Jeff R. Scott, uh, my good old uh, high school and uh, school buddy back in uh, the day there saying hello, Janice, uh, they let me out of jail, she was in Facebook jail, so watch what you uh, you, you post nowadays, (laughs) there's Donna R. Scott, uh, the mom of Jeff, good evening, Mark and Jamie, she's also calling in from the the GTA. James says uh,
1: Tinker Toys are, are a real thing, and- They
2: are. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and look, Dan. There's uh, Daniel. That's uh, that's my uh, my stepfather from Barry tuning in, st- stating that uh, Tinker Toy. He's on. He's on, He's on the Tinker Toy bandwagon. I don't know as will you. When you type it in, you'll you'll know exactly. You're going to say, "I actually had those for Christmas at one point. You just didn't know the name. You just have
1: these weird sayings for everything. So maybe you proved me wrong. Okay. So before we get Owen on, we want to mention a couple things. One. yes, uh, so we've got. Yeah, yeah, we have another $1,000 to give away to a local business in need. And um, Chris Lamarche right, has stepped up with this one.
2: He has uh, from Audio uh, Innovative Audio Mobile Performance. He said, uh, you know what? I loved when we gave away $3,000, three individual draws for 1000 couple weeks back and he says i I want to do the same thing and he's donating one thousand dollars and again the post is up on our facebook page and you have till thursday night at the end of thursday's show to enter a business that has been completely shut down from the stay-at-home order and we're going to pay someone a business one thousand dollars on thursday's show
1: good and finally Tonight is the first Sunday of eight Sundays. We are drawing uh, one person who commented something positive or good natured they did or nominated someone, and they went into a draw, and we're going to draw. One lucky winner is going to get a $50 gift certificate from downtown diamonds. That's right. I've got the draw
2: box over here getting ready to go. You
1: You always always have have
2: the prizes.
1: Hey, look, Kinsman, you always have the prizes. Guess what?
2: I got them today Ah, You've got the gift certificates And again, I I call those BIA bucks Because you can use them for any local business In the downtown BIA And again, thanks to uh, the Downtown Timmons BIA For uh, hopping on for eight weeks With that uh, generous donation I I love the gift certificates And you know what that means? That's uh, $50 that a local business didn't have Before uh, we sent a winner through their door So it's (laughs) going to be exciting to see uh, See who wins that tonight Yeah, Joanne's
1: asking me if I feel Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling perfect Hmm. Maybe, maybe she thinks I'm a little off tonight. Are you off tonight? You need, oh, you need. I feel good. <laughs> you, need to, you
2: need some off the dock, maybe? Possibly? <laughs> All
1: right. Are you ready for Mr. Owen
2: Rigg? I think we are. Yeah.
1: From Northern, Northern
2: Golf Association. He is one of the directors, and we're going to bring him on. He's a part of, uh, I'm going to call it, it's one of the, the oldest golf cleats in the entire country. Ninety-five years young, yes. and uh, Owen is uh, joining on uh, in uh, you know twenty twenty-one. You've been uh, you've been with uh, the the association, Owen, for how many years now?
3: So this is my thirteenth year um, with the association since I got back from school and returned back to the community.
2: Nineteen twenty-six. Oh. Yeah. When <laughs> this this spearheaded for the first time it's a, it's a, it's an amazing organization and yeah. now you being involved with it you're 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 bringing all the big uh, the big name golf tournaments to the north which uh, not only brings you know uh, a mediocre golfer a chance to you know try their skill at uh, you know the the next level but you're you're bringing much needed money into the economy when you do bring these tournaments to the north
3: yeah I appreciate you mentioning that Mark we we uh, you know we've been a really successful uh, with the association the last four or five years, uh, getting back into the provincial system with Gulf Ontario and the national brand, Gulf, Gulf Canada. So it's it's been really, really rewarding for us up here because um, having that linkage to both bodies uh, really is a, a supportive mechanism in times of crisis like we're going through with, uh, with COVID right now. We um, mm-hmm. do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that uh, a lot of people aren't aware of and um, we feed into that as the association in the region. So uh, really important uh, collaboration going on right now. But as you mentioned about the uh, championship, uh, the Hollinger Golf Club in Timmins is gonna be hosting the 2021 20, uh, Golf Canada Next Gen Fall Series East Championship in September. Um, we've never had really uh, any championships of this caliber or this far up north before. Uh, Sudbury's hosted some, uh, some Ontario and Canadian juniors before this is a junior championship, so it'll be the best um, 14 to 18 year old go- girls and boys uh, coming to the community in September uh, in the event that uh, things improve with COVID uh, by that point in time. That's really,
1: that, that is really big news for the community. So how, how long did it take to sort of put that together, get the bid, get it accepted?
3: Yeah, it's a good question, Jamie. So you know, we were working on it about 18 months ago with Golf Canada and started looking at options for uh, doing this particular event. Um, you know, if we're very successful with this, who knows, there might be other uh, championships coming to the region uh, in the very near future. So we're, we're very grateful to have the opportunity to do it. We're very hopeful we can do it because uh, this will be a hundred of the best kids in uh, both uh, Quebec and Ontario. You might get the odd Manitoba kid coming too to participate. Uh, if if things are uh, relaxed with the uh, with the COVID rules at that time, so we're uh, we're hoping we see that there's an opportunity for some hotel rooms to be filled up, some people to get out to a lot of the restaurants that could use that little kick in the kick in the butt for extra funding right now, and and seeing some people spend some money. So we're hopeful that this really works out for us, and that uh, we're able to put on a, a great championship at a good golf, really great golf course.
1: So. When you say you know it's the best kids in these age groups, do they? How do they qualify for this tournament?
3: So this particular championship is a so if you're a um, if if you're on Team Canada or Team Ontario for example, they'll have exemptions into the event. Uh, there also is a like you sign up uh, online through Golf Canada's portal. So if you're a kid that has a, a reasonable handicap and you're, you, know, you have the ability to participate at this level, then you would get accepted to the event. Uh, we're working quite close with Golf Ontario, right, or Golf Canada, I should say, to have a Northern, some Northern flavor in the event too. So we're gonna be offering up some opportunities for some of the Northern kids around the area to, to also showcase their talent and, and participate in this great event.
2: That's so exciting for, you know, someone who is a, a low handicap stating, you know, they don't have that competition, giving them the chance to, you know, tee it up with, you know, other caliber golfers. It, it, it's got to be kind of exciting for, you know, any junior golfer uh, in the ranks to say, you know, I, I get to play. You, you probably get, uh, you know, the roped off feel, you know, people watching the tournament. It's a, it's a whole different ball of wax when uh, when they tee it up.
3: Yeah, this is, this is a special opportunity for us here. What uh, the NGA has been hyper-focused on is really stimulating growth in junior golf, getting a lot of the clubs to recognize that junior golf has to be part of your strategic plan moving forward because golf courses typically are, are a little bit older in demographics. Uh, you know, people think of it as a bit of an old sport. It's, it's mm-hmm. got a y- big youth movement in southern Ontario. The north is trailing a little bit behind right now. And we want to really stimulate that growth at a lot of the member clubs. So we're, we're very hopeful that, that having events like this will kind of, you know, be, be an opportunity to um, grow the game with a lot younger kids because they might see someone at that event that they take a liking to and say, hey, I want to be just as good as, as that kid. And mm-hmm. it spurs these junior programs to really develop uh, at these member clubs that we, we do represent. So there's having these opportunities are so important to us because it does give the chances for the golf courses to be successful long term with Mm -hmm. increasing membership and and interest in the game.
1: Do you find like obviously you're a golf fanatic? Um, I know that when Tiger was was at the top of his game, golf popularity was absolutely soaring. And now, you know, Tiger Woods, is, his career, well, potentially could be over. And and there are big names in golf, but there's no real Tiger Woods out there right now. Do you find when he sort of declined, the fan base declined? Or, or are they still waiting for the next Tiger Woods? Is this why, you know, maybe the, the youth demographic is lower than it used to be? Participation is lower than it used to be? Or is there other underlying reasons?
3: It's a great question, Jamie. I think oh. there's a couple of things that have an effect on junior participation. I think there's a cost element. Golf can be a pretty expensive sport um, oh. to, to participate in, but there is um, there is opportunities to get in the game at a, a lower price point. I mean, junior golf in Northern Ontario is cheap to start with. I, mean, I think the membership at, uh, at the Spruce Needles, for example, is around $100 for a junior kid to participate. And it's just a little over $200 at the Hollinger. Well, Two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars isn't really breaking the bank to get involved in the game. It's some mm-hmm. of the equipment costs that get a little bit expensive, right? But like I mentioned to a lot of people and what I do, you know, with Facebook or some of my social media channels is people will drop off clubs that, you know, were left into their garages or they're not participating anymore, and I'll pass it on to someone else who's looking to get into the game, right? Because it's not about making money, it's about getting people participating and play. So I think there's a couple factors that lead to a bit of a decline in youth populations playing. There hadn't been good programming for a long time through the clubs, the NGA being a part of the, the national and provincial program. Now there is opportunities now to build things into the game uh, that weren't there before in places like Northern Ontario. So um, first he golf first tee Canada, which is um, kind of the uh, new group that came out of golf and schools Golf in schools program will be rolled out up in this neck of the woods in the near future. We were hoping to roll it out in at the start of 2020, but with COVID happening, it kind of derailed that opportunity so far. So having golf in schools as part of the gym curriculum will be a a really big opportunity to expose young kids to the game in a very controlled environment. Golf courses have to do a better job of also providing junior opportunities. I mean, just having junior camps, it doesn't serve the purpose of of taking people from, going from a driving range learning experience or something at the golf in schools to actually translating into golfers, you have to have many steps along the way to build them into the program. So I think that'll have a dramatic effect um, once we start doing those kind of things a little bit more often. And then just a willingness for, for the right people to get involved. Um, we, we have a lot of volunteers that have contacted our association in recent months, looking for ways to contribute and help within the game. So we have some good people that are really willing to step up to help with the junior programming in places like Pimmons, places like Scasing, places like Urquhart Falls, Matheson and and around. So it's a a big thing for us.
2: So when I when I grew up, uh, Owen, uh, in around the GTA uh, outside of uh, Ajax Pickering, used to play a course called Cherry Downs, which is now part of the Club Link Corporation where yep. my membership, I could play at different courses with the same membership. Is there a, a type of pass or some type of program that would be utilized for uh, Northern Ontario where you'd pay one fee and then you could play multiple courses up here in the North? Have they, they, they thought about that program yet up here?
3: So, so it's been thought about, but it's really hard because a lot of these courses are smaller operations and, you know, they have their own mentality on how they want to operate and and capture their own revenues. So to have like combined membership in this region, you really need some overarching corporation or something like that to buy up a lot of the courses to really have that type of membership structure. So it's a little bit hard for junior golf though, junior golf is relatively cheap. So if you have tournaments going on at all the clubs in the region during the summer, typically they run between 20 and $40 for a kid to participate. So, you know, you get a hot dog or a hamburger, you know, you get a prize and you, and you get the opportunity to compete against other local kids. So it's not cost prohibitive in that way, but as a, as a membership at large, we're not really there yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I want to ask Owen, like, uh, would you consider yourself a, a, a great golfer? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wouldn't say I was a, I'm a great golfer, but I, I've, done, I've done well with the game. I've, I've been very fortunate to play yeah. since I was seven years old and went through the junior camps in this, in this community. Uh, some people that are listening probably remember the name Phil Ferrari. The Ferrari uh, family in Timmins, uh, you know, as I would say, is the first family of golf in this community. And um, you know, I, I learned through some of, uh, some of those experiences when I was a kid. I was very fortunate to end up on a golf scholarship to go play in the States uh, during, uh, my university time. So, you know, I've had, I've had opportunity to play You know I've, I've been lucky enough to win some major championships in the region over the years. So, um, this is kind of my next evolution in the game is being a part of the association and, and giving back and seeing where we can get the, the next group of, uh, you know, Owen Riggs or Chris Wilsons or, um, yeah. you know, Jordan uh, okay. Billingos to the next level.
1: Lacey says you're okay. It sounds like you're better than okay to me, but okay, I have a couple. I wonder if you've done these things I've done on the golf course. Have you tried to break your driver over your leg out of frustration?
3: Never broken a driver, but I've broken the auto wedge, but uh, it's been a few years since that's happened. Have you ever had a
1: ball that goes like in the rough and sort of when no one's looking throw it in the fairway?
3: (laughs) No, no, we play by the rules. That's that's (laughs) Okay, (laughs) good.
1: I might have done that. I learned that from Kinsman. He told me about this
2: trick. The the foot wedge, you know, the, the foot if wedge play, yeah. There's always there's always one in the group that says, "Hey, the the foot wedge. No, no one needs to do this." Or it, it's like the mini putt rule when you're close to the wall, but obviously there's no walls. You you can move it if it's in a little indentation oh. in the the fairway. You can move it to a better spot on the the turf. No, you you can't do that. But we, we we've all been there with those types of players, right? What about so, Mulligans? Can you take? Well, Mulligans?
3: I think there's yeah well people some people take mulligans i mean what i think we you know what we try to what we're hoping for in the game is just we want people out there playing so it doesn't matter yeah. to me if you're not following the rules when you're first starting it's okay like go out get out there play the game enjoy yourself and then if you start getting better at the game then take it a little more seriously with the rules because there is a lot of rules in golf and they are pretty complicated so the yeah. expectation of a new golfer coming in isn't to know all those intricate rules that uh, that we do follow at a high level
1: it might be very frustrating this year for these local uh, golf clubs that obviously they're seasonal their their revenue coming in is seasonal and even see potentially even some of it sliced up maybe all of it hopefully not um it's tough for these courses to survive if, if we can lose a season like what what are the, what's the mood like at the local golf courses
3: uh well the mood is there's frustration for sure um i will i would definitely tell you that i field probably easily 25 to 26 27 calls a week or every day every other day uh from people within the community and the region at large about where golf's at right now and if i've heard anything from from the provincial or national brands and it's um it's definitely been challenging because you know, everyone's especially with the weather this year i mean yeah we've had the odd snow day and then the day comes back and it's a little cool but you know we could have we could have had our golf courses open uh mid uh, mid uh april this year and uh-huh. been ready to go so it's it's frustrating i know the courses are are eager to get going the boards uh, the board at spruce Needles has really been working hard at putting a lot of their um you know a lot of things into to motion they did a lot of work on the course during this this time off uh cory hofford and the staff at uh at the Hollinger for example are, are doing a bunch of aeration work that they normally don't get to at this time of year because mm-hmm. we're shut down it's it's been very frustrating um, I feel for the clubs across the region right now because you know yeah, covid's a problem we know it's a problem you know it, people are getting harmed by this people are are getting sick people are dying but golf proved itself last year as a safe alternative for, for a lot of things There was 26 million rounds of golf played in Canada last year with 1.8 million Ontarians playing the game uh, during that period of time. So golf had no connection to any COVID outbreaks last year because the game is already socially distant to start with. You know, I mean, me and Mark, me and Mark could be out playing around a golf and not come within six feet of each other all day right? just because of the nature of the game. So it's frustrating because we had such a, We had such a great uh, thing going last year and there's really no scientific evidence for, for shutting it down this year. Um, The industry is pissed off for sure. There's a ton of lobbying going on right now. Um, I'm very fortunate because of what I do with the NGA that I have a chance to speak with golf Ontario and, and, and bring in, you know, ideas and comments and and things like that. And what we're hearing from our member clubs, because they do call us, Um, you know, we're filtering up the chain this is the most unified I've ever seen golf associations the entire time I've played the game since I was seven. They're unified. They have a, a message that's been, that's been resonating most times. But right now, the uh, job and recovery committee with the province is like, they're not listening. They're absolutely not wanting to come to the table to negotiate getting out of this um, shutdown for golf right now. And it's been, it's been, fu- it's been super frustrating.
2: Like you can't get any better social distanced than a golf round, like you said. You know where we, everybody plays a different game. You know, even if we played a, a golf game, you know, you're down the fairway, I'm in the woods. Uh, we never see each other anyway, right, Rowan, When we're, uh, we're we're teeing it off. So you know, it's socially distanced. I heard rumor that they they may bring back to the table uh, maybe some looser restrictions to include golf courses.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know, in uh, COVID. You know, into the stay-at-home order, like they did with the parks, where they said kids couldn't play the parks, and they went back and tinkered with that. Uh, you know, golf courses hopefully will be on uh, the next docket to, uh, you know, to 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 get people outside because you know it's it's you know it's doing detrimental effects to what to one's mental stability, right? And, and you know, if someone can get out there and play around golf. You know, you yeah. are going to do it safely. I, I was just t- telling you before the show, it's safer to play a round of golf than it is to go and grab the the pack of beef at the local grocery store in the middle of COVID, you know, compared to a, a round of golf today. Right.
3: Yeah. You, you know what? It's it's, a, it's such a tough, tough thing to see right now because, I mean, you know, I grew up in this community Timmons, and and been here for quite a while since I've been back from school. And I mean, I was, I was around my parents' place around Gillies today. And there's tons of people out walking and walking inside at six feet from each other. Like you can't tell me that that is any safer than, you know, any safer than what golf would be providing for a four or five hour afternoon. So yeah. it, it's kind of, it's kind of challenging. I'm sure you guys have been to the stores, pick up your groceries. The grocery stores are still jam packed. I mean, it's, it's kind of frustrating to think that that is considered any safer than, than golf. Golf has a bit of a, a, a tough position that they're currently in because, you know, a lot of people look to it as a, a bit of an elite sport. You know, it's elite, you know, typically money and uh, social status um, at the private clubs, you know, people kind of look down on that because it can be snobby. The majority of the people I play golf with are middle-class or people that enjoy the game that are doing it for recreational uh, activities for their mental health to get outside. Right. And it, it's, it's unfortunate because, there's no outlets for a lot of adults right now. I mean, they did open the play- playgrounds for kids. Kids aren't socially distant. I see it all the time around South Porcupine. They're not, fall- it, you know, it's hard to tell a, a six, seven-year-old to, to stay six feet from their kid. And I understand that stuff. But if that's, if that's allowed to be done, how can we not have our adult playgrounds open too? especially ones that can can considered safe and have been considered safe in the past? So.
1: And how are these other provinces? Some of the other provinces, the golf courses are open, if not all across the country, with the exception of Ontario.
3: It's a great, great, great comment there, Jamie. It's we're the only jurisdiction in in northern or in North America right now that are closed for golf. Everywhere else in North America is open. I know that. I think uh, over in um, Ireland, golf was kind of touch and go for a little while, and it might have opened and closed again. But uh-huh. I know in North America that Ontario is the only province right now that is uh, close to golf. And it's super unfortunate. You know, here, here's a couple of stats for you just to think about, you know, in Ontario, there is 800 plus golf courses in this province. It employs 110,000 people during the season. Right now, most golf courses are operating at 20, 10 to 20% uh, of their staffing levels because there's no participation. So there's no revenue being generated. And if there's no revenue being generated, no one's working. So mm-hmm. golf really is a has a major uh, economic effect in this province. It, it employs a lot of our students during the summer that make their money for school, that are making their, their tip money, you know, whether they're doing stuff in the bar or stuff on the bar cards. Mm-hmm. So this has a dramatic effect on them. But but people don't also realize is golf is a major funder rate fundraising contributor to a lot of other uh, nonprofit organizations across the province. So not having golf operate has an effect on that also. And because that is currently in place, there's a lot of organizations that are that are having a shortfall this year in a lot of operating budgets because golf's not being played. So it it, it has a very much a cascading effect overall.
0: Yeah.
1: There's Matt Yeah. Uh, What are you most uh, excited about? Corey Connor's success, Brooke Henderson's winning as Canadian golfer, or Mike, we are now competing and in the hunt for the Champions Tour. Whatever one you follow, it should be exciting for Canadian golf. Yeah, we're we're moving in Canadian golf. We certainly right. are.
3: Yeah, and that's why I think it was, you know, like Matt's, Matt's been a major contributor to, uh, you know, the movement in golf in Northern Ontario, who was a board member for a long time with us, too. Uh, before he had a uh, young family so you know shout out to matt for all the things he's done in the game i mean you know we were with you guys not too long ago uh mm-hmm. talking about the simulator and talking about some yeah. of the stuff that was going to go on with yeah. him with the master's tournament so i mean that was an outlet for a lot of people during the winter to get out and hit shots looking forward to the season so you know he has a major um, a major effect on what happens in golf and tim and so a lot of kudos to matt over the years um for Canadian golf, I think uh, at large we're seeing a lot of success because, you know, the organizations are doing a good job at at at, at building golfers now. I mean, Corey Connors is from a small community in, in Listowell, Ontario. I mean, you know, just doing fantastic things on tour these days. had had a great stretch, had a good chance at the Masters recently. So mm-hmm. it's great to see a guy like that playing well. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes from uh, Dundas, Ontario, has done extremely well in the last bunch of years. Uh, Brooke Henderson I mean you can't say enough about Brooke she's she's just a phenomenal talent to be top five in the world in the world rankings is impressive and just coming off a nice win uh last week so yeah you know great great to see her back in the winner's circle after uh, a couple close calls I mean we're I'm sure you guys were doing the same earlier but the yeah. champion tour is on right now and uh you know Mike Weir's doing uh Doing some yeoman's work, trying to close this one out to win. I think he's one back right now. No, uh, no,
2: he's uh, tied now, ten under with uh, okay. I think two holes left for both of them.
3: Yeah, so him and John and Big John Daly. So you know that's coming down to the wire. So you know golf's golf's on the upswing, and and what I can definitely say is, you know, you were talking about it earlier, Jamie. Like, what mm-hmm. where do we see golf at right now? Well, yeah. golf is showed a, a, an incredible res, re, kind of how do I put it? They showed such a um, there's so many, so much participation last year was kind of, it was kind of crazy to think that, you know, COVID turned in and translated into so many people at the doors of these golf courses. A lot of the golf courses in this area has had record years. I know New hmm. Listford, for example, had a, had a, an extremely successful season and, and you know, put a lot of money um, in, in their bank account, which led to them expanding and doing things on the golf course that they haven't done for many years. So, you know, golf is golf is on upswing. People want to play. I mean, I saw so many people in the community last Mm -hmm. year playing golf that I hadn't seen for a long time that played before people coming back to the game, those people's kids starting to get involved in junior camps and some of these uh, programs that have been offered at both Spruce Needles and the Hollinger. So it's really, it's really good to see. And I think that's why golf's a little frustrated right now because they had such a successful year across the board that they're just, they're just, You know, biting their nails out right now trying to go well how do we get back so we can offer the services we did last year and do more again to to touch more people
1: so if i go see owen rig for some golf lessons a does he fix my slice and b how many yards does he put on my drive i don't have any right now
3: (laughs) based on your attitude first so (laughs) but we can definitely show you quite a bit of stuff to try to get you uh try to get you going i know um you know, uh, Mark Jolly's doing some stuff at the at the golf course, uh, teaching at the Hollinger, and May Roco's quite involved still with Spruce mm-hmm. Needles. So there is options for people to book lessons. Uh, I'm not a certified pro by any stretch of the imagination, so when I when I go out to teach folks, uh, uh, it's it's for free. It's because I want to do it and I want to see people get better. So mm-hmm. Jamie, like I always told you, if you want to learn a few things, just give us a call.
1: Yes, I I want to be able to at least beat Mark because Mark I think Mark's a better golfer than me.
3: Well, I don't know. It's been a few
2: years since I played, but yes, I, I was a good junior golfer. And it's funny before, you know, Jamie was talking about, you know, back in the day before Tiger Woods made the, you know, the jump into the golf tour, you know, driving purses here, you know, skyrocketing. You know, when I, when I was a good junior golfer, you never had thoughts of joining the tour because at the time I think the, the CPGA, and the Canadian tour, you you know, you, you were making peanuts out there, and even you know, since you know the the Tiger Woods days, even kids on the the Canadian tour, the mm-hmm. the LPDA tour, and the the women's you know the the lower ranks for the the uh, any tour, you know mm-hmm. the the purses have, have have you know skyrocketed where you can't actually make a living uh, doing golf. You 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 were proof in the pudding. You you were trying to, you know, uh, take that that uh, that leap. Oh, what? How, how, how was it for you? Did you, did you have your eyes set on, you know, maybe cracking a tour one of, uh, you know, back in your junior days?
3: Uh, you're junior, you know, you're much younger. You think that, uh, you know, it's kind of that, uh, big fish, small pond syndrome, right? So, you know, you come from a community like this and you you do really well in junior golf and then you kind of get out on the world's, you know, kind of in the world stage or, you know, the U S stage when I went to college and you see kind of where you fit in. I mean, you, you realize pretty quickly that you, uh, you, know, you got to make sure you get your education and, and take care of business with that kind of stuff because, <laughs> That's right. um, you know, the, the, the opportunities to go pro are, are, are challenging already. Um, I kind of knew pretty much into my third year of college that that probably wasn't going to happen for me um, to be a touring pro. Um, always had the opportunity to, you know, become a teaching pro and play some of the, uh, the club pro events that go on if, if I wanted to do that way but I decided to stay an amateur and, and work with the, uh, the NGA, you know, I was very fortunate to get a, a great, uh, a job with uh, the province in, in this community. So, you know, I found, found something that I'm really passionate about doing and really enjoy being a part of at this point. So the pro side kind of had it, you know, had its. there was an opportunity at one point, but it wasn't something that I decided to uh, pursue just because of, uh, not enough talent. <laughs>
1: So, what would you tell what would you tell people who have never golfed before, no matter what age they are, and they're looking for a new sport? Um, what would you say to promote golf to them?
3: Yeah. So, what I would definitely tell people is, you know, it, it it's a lot more friendly than you think. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have this a lot of misconceptions about the game that you know it's a snobby, it's an arrogant sport. It really isn't what what most non golfers should do is everyone has a golf friend or someone who's a fanatic of the game that that participates is is really just tag along and and go experience it um with that individual or with friends and colleagues most courses do really good programming and they will give an opportunity for uh, people to see the game at a reduced rate the first time around because yeah like there is a barrier in cost to getting involved in the game sometimes it has improved but we want new golfers, it's, it's good business sense for a golf club to, to be uh, inclusive and in wanting people to show up and participate. So, um, you know, we did some things last summer where um, I was introducing the game to, uh, uh, you know, more women, trying to get more women involved in the game because if you get more women participating in the game, normally their kids will follow. And it becomes a bit of a family affair. So we're trying to do more with women at our golf club. Like I, I help out at the Hollinger quite a bit. So we're trying to do that a lot. I know Mace has done that for years at Spruce, you know, introductory lessons, introductory experience for uh, for women golfers. If we get more women playing the game, golf really has an opportunity to succeed because it's 50% of the golf population, but mm-hmm. 80% of people that participate in the game more regularly are men. So mm-hmm. There's a big chunk of people that are missing out on a regular basis and it only makes good business sense. So, you know, tag along, try it out, you know, mm-hmm. reach out to the association. The NGA is going to steer you the right way. Try to help you find the right people to give you those opportunities to learn the game.
2: And I think a lot of people, when they, they start out playing golf, let's say, you know, you or I tag up, you're, you're a, you're a different, much better caliber golfer than I am. Uh, you know, some people get caught up with, you know, if you're playing the, the back tees, you know, you, they, they get embarrassed to play their tee. That's why the, the golf courses have a tee system for, you know, the different caliber of golfer, right? You, you shouldn't be ashamed if you're shooting from the blacks. Uh, you know, if I'm teeing off from the blues or the whites, it's to, because of the caliber. And I think a lot of people, you know, say, oh, I got to go out there. And then they, they get turned off of playing because they, they keep duffing it, hacking it. They can't do it from the back tees. And uh, they lose interest where, you know, you can de- definitely, you know, start at your pace and then take it, you know, you know, game by game. You know, you get a lesson from Owen. You you could go from the whites to the blues and then to the yeah. blacks and then eventually the golds at Hollinger. But, uh, you know, you, you start at your pace. And I think now with – you know, uh, tournaments, they've now geared it for, you know, the scramble tournament where it gives everybody, uh, no matter what caliber you are, a chance to have a putt at a, a birdie or an eagle where you're playing that one ball where everybody gets a crack at it.
3: No, absolutely. Like, there's there's a lot of those formats that make it a lot more fun for, for people that are a little less skilled or are developing into the game. Um, you're, you're definitely right about that. Uh, the tee system at golf clubs, I think people – you Know there's nothing wrong with playing the forward tee. like, there's nothing wrong with doing that. I mean, it, it's um, if it makes you more comfortable and it makes you enjoy the game more, that's the most important thing. You shouldn't go to the golf course and spend four hours being super frustrated <laughs> if you have the ability to play it from a shorter tee where it's more enjoyable for yourself. So, you know, there's I always sell I, I have more fun. It's funny because I spend a lot of time playing golf and I have more fun playing with higher handicappers because of how much enjoyment I, I get to have watching someone improve or seeing someone make their first par or making their first birdie and being so excited about doing that or, or hitting a green on a par three for the time. So, so seeing that stuff happen, it's uh, it's definitely um, a lot more rewarding for me.
2: Matt's got a great question or a great uh, comment. He says, very few games. You can start playing the game from age six and continue enjoying it until 80 or later. You can play it just about anywhere in the world. Many take a break and then come back. But if you are exposed young, there's a strong chance you will keep the game a part of your life forever over the years. And that's uh, so true for Matt. You know, you know, now being a father, I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. Golf, uh, I, I very rarely play. But when I do get, you know, when you pick up the sticks doesn't matter how long it's been. It, it takes a few shots, and you're 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 right back into the game again. And you know, it only takes one shot. They always say there's one shot per round that keeps you coming back, and that's usually the the sake every time you tee it up.
1: I saw a little two year old boy on the news golfing in the USA a few weeks ago. He would put me to shame.
3: <laughs> there's actually a really good young kid out of the uh, Sudbury area. His name's uh, Jacko, and he has a pretty pretty big. Uh, um, Instagram following now from his, I think his, his father, obviously is managing, managing yeah. it, but he, uh, he, he, won an award that Jack Nicklaus, uh, uh, was on a committee for voting. One of the best swings as a two-year-old, that kid's a kind of given Northern Ontario, a bit of notoriety. Um, he's, he's connected to the, uh, the Idlewild golf club in, uh, or the golf and country club in in Sudbury, so um, check that out. That uh, that kid's pretty impressive, and I think he's going to be a special young golfer once he uh, starts getting to his uh, his junior years where he can start competing. So awesome. keep an eyes on that kid. Check that guy. Yeah, out.
2: Definitely saw saw him actually swing on his YouTube video, the one that he submitted. And you were saying Jack Nicholas was on the panel. I think Jordan Spieth was also on the the panel. So uh, he Anika, he got a Anika great place.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I believe I believe Annika was on it too, but he, you know, from Northern Ontario to see that happen, like pretty, pretty cool. That's for sure. So good for that. So guy. How, do
1: people, how do people stay in touch uh, with all the golf news here locally? Follow the courses, Northern Golf Association also?
3: Yeah. So we have a website, so it's golfnga.com. It's um, mm-hmm. quite a few things there, but uh, you can find us on, uh, on, in, on Twitter, mm-hmm. golf underscore NGA, Northern Golf Association on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can find information everywhere. So we've been trying to be really good. Um, this, especially going, especially with what's going on right now with the shutdown of trying to provide information and updates on what's going on with, uh, with the lobby at this time. Um, mm-hmm. We're also trying to make sure that, you know, tournament news goes out and, and things that are kind of going on in the region, what's going on member clubs. So we share a lot of, uh, stories and successes about what's going on. I mean, Spruce Needles put out a, a post earlier today about some of the fantastic work Phil uh, Lozier has been doing on the course. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we try to share that stuff to keep people's energy up with, uh, with the game. Cap does the same stuff, so we'll share it. So any of the three members that are a member of our golf uh, association, we try to share the information re- really quite regularly.
1: What are your thoughts on the new business of trick shot Instagram theme? I.E. Page.
3: Well, (laughs) I know what he's talking about. Um, yeah, the I think the um I think anything that really highlights how much fun golf is, regardless if it's your traditional type of play or if it's trick shots or long drive, anything that's promoting the game is beneficial for the game. So having people that are uh uh, you know, Instagram, uh, social media stars, influencers, people that are involved in the game. It's a really, really good thing for, for golf overall.
1: Repair your ball marks.
3: There's a rule. Right. Yeah, Repair what would be your
1: trick shot? Owen? Yeah, I was going to ask that Matt stole my question.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about it and, uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't really put anything together, but if I do, I'll definitely share it with you. Um, I don't know, I, I'm thinking that it's gonna blow up in my face and I might take one in the, in the undesirable, so I don't know if I really wanna give it a chance, give it a try at this point. Yeah,
1: Pretty awesome story, eh, Mark. All the work Owen's doing to promote golf in the community as an awesome sport, I, I love it. So we love everything you're doing and it just makes the community better. It's another thing for people to get out and do and get exercise and enjoy time with family and friends. And here's hoping very soon it opens up again. Yes.
2: You know, fingers you just, crossed. We'll uh, we'll we'll tiptoe back into uh, you know golfing, <laughs> golfing as a, a socially distant sport again, which uh, I'm hoping they can maybe reverse it and allow uh, you know some of the the places that are shut down completely to you know you know step yeah, back into making some money we're, again.
3: We're definitely hopeful. Uh, we're definitely hopeful that things will change. Yeah, I, I kinda have a feeling and this is just a personal feeling. This isn't anything that the associations are telling me, but I d I don't feel that we're gonna be open any sooner than the twentieth of the month. So mm-hmm. that's just my feel and kind of seeing how things are are going presently with the negotiations. It's not going as well as it possibly could be. But I just wanted to highlight a couple things, especially for people that are out there that are listening. Um, you know, don't make sure you go and go to your local clubs in the region and, and, and buy your memberships. You know, if you are planning on playing this year, get ahead of it, get in, support the clubs. You know, if you're into buying your green fee passes and your 10 packs or 15 packs, you know, go and spend that money and make sure that you let the golf clubs know that you're, you're, you're serious in playing the game this year. I know people are a little apprehensive because they're worried that that golf uh, might come back later than expected. But you know, the golf course is just like a lot of the small businesses you highlight in the community are also relying on that money to come in. So you know, don't forget about that, guys. It's really important, and and it shows a lot of loyalty to your membership. So that's right. Uh, you know, wanted to also thank you guys for all the stuff you do in the community because yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, do are really benefiting from the stuff and the messaging you're providing. So good on you guys for what you yeah. do.
1: Thanks so much, Owen. We appreciate thanks, you saying uh, thanks that, yeah. for the messages. All right. Well, we will be in contact for some golf lessons. And once again, you know, our accolades go out to you for all the awesome stuff you're doing and We'll be in close contact uh, with you and following uh, everything with the NGA and uh, we're looking forward to getting some golf time in this year.
2: That's right.
3: Let's hope, hope, guys, but, uh, you know, keep uh, your fingers crossed that we get to that point. But uh, thanks again for the time and uh, hopefully uh, Mike Weir pulls this off in the next uh, 10 or 20 minutes.
2: Actually, I just got the update. Uh, Daly here. He's putting for birdie. Did he get it? He just <laughs> missed it. So uh, if Weir birdies 18, he wins the tournament. Jay Daly, I do believe they were tied at uh, 10 under, and I think uh, yeah. Weir's actually. I'm actually watching it here because I knew you had it tuned in there, Owen. But uh, Daly just tapped mm-hmm. in for par. Weir's in the fairway. If he birdies, he'll uh, he'll he'll win the tournament. when you spent half
1: the interview looking at that TV.
3: Well it's oh well, no Weir's one sorry Weir's one up right now it's ten, he's 10 under sure. and and uh, Daly's at uh, nine so All it right. would be really cool to see him pull this off. so thanks for your time today guys.
2: Yeah, everyone thanks so there much.
3: stay safe everyone stay safe and uh, we'll do this again soon.
2: Awesome yeah. thanks so much Owen. Have a good day. And, and how fitting that weir is actually on the on the cusp of winning a tournament. You know, uh, you know, uh, a golf show. The the odds of having a golf show on Kins and Clomp live and having the two thousand three Masters champion, you know, uh, Canadian Mike Weir about to uh, to win on the Champions Tour today, in the midst of our show. Now he's a few putts away from uh, making that happen is uh, pretty pretty uh, astronomical. <laughs> right
1: All now. right, and right,
2: got, good old Canadian yeah. touch
3: there.
1: <laughs> I love it, but now you got to pay attention to me for five minutes. Can you do it?
2: I can, I can do that. I, I, can, I, I can pay attention to you. All right.
1: Tell us about our good friends who make this Loon Vodka.
2: Yes, Roe Distillery taking their Loon Vodka and their flavored liqueurs from Hearst and expanding to Thunder Bay. So that uh, that was some big news uh, happening. We wanted to give uh, Muriel and Roe Distillery a, a big shout out. It's going to expand not only to your hometown, uh, Jamie, but they're, they're going to take you know, they're actually going to open up, I do believe, 10 to 14 job positions when they do open up in your hometown.
1: Yeah, I know exactly where they're moving. And uh, that's a big expansion for them. Congratulations. And we're going to help do some promotion for them when they open up in Thunder Bay. And I'll take you for a tour of my hometown, Kinsman, when everything opens up there.
2: Yes, when it opens up, I I, I want to go for a drive because the furthest I've driven in the entire Span of COVID is uh, just uh, just shy of Matheson for uh, we went to uh, the alpaca farm. That's uh, wow. as far as I've been.
1: You're due. Who won the TADH
2: draw? I uh, don't know. I know it wasn't me. I know it wasn't you. But uh, someone is holding a ticket worth two hundred thirty nine thousand four hundred forty eight dollars. Again, they're going to announce the winner on who that winning a ticket or uh, tickets is uh, attached to this week. And they also wanted to uh, pass along the TADH. They've got a bonus draw for 5000 bucks. Timmins District, 5050.ca. You've got till May 5th to uh, to get your tickets. And again, they're just uh, doing a bit of a $5,000 bonus draw. And of course, you can still get your tickets for the May draw, which will. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be another uh, quarter of a million dollar prize. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're making uh, astronomical figures over at TADH, just a great uh, 50-50.
1: Love it, anti-coalition.
2: Yes, uh, they're looking for best recipes. Your best recipe, Mister Klomp. What? Uh, what would you? What would you contribute to the community cookbook with uh, the anti-hunger coalition?
1: This is a craft dinner with a, a splash of uh, soy milk. That's what I got. Do you, do you think they would let me in? <laughs> that,
2: that, that, that's what Our you would page. do. Well, she's she's looking for. Uh, it was uh, Helen from uh, the uh, multicultural festival here in the city. And the committee looking for, uh, you know, unique and best recipes, you know, it just might crack a high, the, you know, the hundred that they're looking for. I'm thinking, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, a great uh, apple pie recipe, uh, you know, something that uh, you make that everybody eats that says, oh, wow, I, I need to showcase this. Well, this is where you're going to be in a book forever. Uh, the Anti Hunger Coalition uh, asking you to submit your recipes, go to their Facebook page anti-hunger coalition and uh, mm-hmm. add your recipe to the pile and you just might be forever etched into the community cookbook keep
1: watching the golf mark jamie can work hey janice i'm doing all the hard work here behind the scenes <laughs> Jan- smooth ja- ja- ja-
2: janice always always yeah. pulling at your uh, your strings yeah. there let me ask you a question.
1: What's going on with camping? Like, is Crown Land you can't camp? Then I heard some people are are can camp in May. Do you know anything about this? Is camping banned right now? Or I don't are we think all? it's
2: banned right now. I I haven't heard about anybody opening up their their campsites. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it's May run and around there. Hopefully, we'll see uh, some better news that we can. Socially distance at our camps because there's nothing better than, you know, I'm going to say it's it's a heck of a lot safer being at your camp at Big Water than it is, you know, lining up for, you know, your essential goods at Walmart or uh, another business here in the city. Right. All right. What
1: what about our friend Celeste Levy?
2: Yes, Celeste Levy. Big news uh, a couple days ago. She uh, she of course our hometown superstar musician now residing in Ottawa. She picked up four Capital Music Award nominations the other day, including Artist of the Year. Gosh, and the big sorry. show is going to be uh, awarded on Friday night, obviously virtually from Ottawa. So we're wishing uh, Celeste uh, that she picks up, you know, one if not all four of those nominations and she'll uh, bring home some hardware. So we'll keep you up to date. Definitely yeah. on the, on that situation.
1: I got some answers for camping for you. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, let's hear them. Let's see. Uh, seasonal can camp, no visitors. I don't
2: COVID. like, I don't like visitors when I'm camping anyway. So that's, uh, that's all right. <laughs> Wait, you sit by the fire by yourself. Or that's what? right.
1: That's right. <laughs> You're such a fun guy. Kinsman. Uh, COVID is all about camping for some reason. Yeah, it sure is seasonal is open may long okay okay uh, i think the
2: the only thing banned so far is crown lands so if you go to uh you know off the beaten path you, you can't camp which i still think is kind of ludicrous but again we don't run the province right it's ford nation that's uh call, calling the shots barry says we have a camp at big water we're opening on the 15th so that's some good news
1: love it right there yeah all right you had a big supper from guac you told me
2: Yes, finally, the, the, the taco or the burrito that you never dropped off when you went to the, the soft launch. Uh, I, oh. I stopped in there today, and I picked up a steak burrito, and uh, he, he wanted me to say how it was on the show, and it was fantastic. Uh, if you haven't had a guac Mexi-Grill steak burrito, I asked him, what do I get? I've never been here. There were so many choices. He uh, said the, the steak burrito was uh, the choice. And it certainly was tasty, and it was absolutely massive. It was like the the biggest burrito I've ever had. So uh, you get a good bang for your buck at Guac.
1: <laughs> so in Porcupine, there used to be an old uh, convenience store called I think it was called Chevy's.
2: Okay. Yes. Was it Chevy's. Chevy's. Been- it was like the the variety store as you're yeah. as you're headed out
1: so it's underneath new ownership ownership now they redid it all they got this awesome like lime green paint on the outside called bait me tackle variety Mm -hmm. and they're going to be opening up sometime this month um and we're actually going to be there for the opening pretty cool and i love it man because anytime in porcupine there we've had a few businesses close it's good news when something opens up
2: that's right. It's good to see businesses opening up, let alone in the South End, because you talk to anybody down there, they say nothing ever opens in the South End. Well, there you go. Bait me tackle and variety. And yes, we'll be uh, we'll be there for the grand opening. Socially distance. Uh, hopefully we'll uh, loosen some of the restrictions, but we'll be there in the parking lot if we have to to uh, showcase their uh, their grand opening.
1: OK, so Paul had uh, guac last night and he agrees with you. Uh, so very tasty. Uh, Tammy and it was called Chevy's there you go yeah yeah so that's right and uh, long weekend in May Dave says who's the owner of the bait me tackle and variety that is awesome yeah all right Kinsman um so one thing before we get to the draw I want to wish my daughter is 22 today so, a lot of people online
2: say they couldn't believe that you have a 22-year-old daughter, but uh, you do. You're, it's like the, the Shangri-La waterway system in your place there. You, <laughs> yeah. you never
1: age. And it's just, I can't grow this beard, you know. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, her but
2: 20, yes. 22nd birthday today, right?
1: Yeah, so she uh, she completed the nursing program. So she's going to write her uh, nursing license pretty soon. and super proud of her. And has this wonderful boyfriend and uh, living on their own. She's living on her own. And, uh, yeah, she's awesome. So happy birthday, Tiana. Your dad happy loves birthday. you. birthday. <laughs> All right, Kinsman, we have to do the
2: draw now. All right. This, this is, is Good a, Vibes. Good Vibes with Kins and Clomp Live.
1: Yeah, so while you shake it, I'll tell people what it is. Uh, if there's a post on our page. If okay. you or if you want to nominate someone that's done something positive, or of good nature for the community or someone else. It could be something simple. Nominate them on the post. They go into a draw for a $50 gift certificate from downtown Timmins. So this is the uh,
2: the first one of eight. And the winner is okay. Melissa McGinn, nominated by Joanne Moreau Bougie.
1: Now, do we know okay. what well, maybe Joanne can tell us? Uh, what Melissa did.
2: We'd have to go back to.
1: Uh, yeah, we should pull up. We, we should. Go-
2: Joanne's jo- still out there. Joanne, your, uh, your nomination won out of the ballot tonight. Melissa hmm. McGinn nominated. Oh, We're waiting a, for uh, Joanne jo- to, to uh, pop in here.
1: I have a kinsman. So <laughs> Joanne jo- did nominate her. And she said there was a suitcase of stuffed toys that had been left at Joanne's mom from a yard sale she had two years ago. I put it on the marketplace to give away, and a young woman messaged me to ask if she could have them. As she has two young children, and was starting over to get things back on track. Of course, I said, yes, they're for sure hers if she wants them. I told my daughter her story, and she did up a box of groceries for the women, and we put them uh, with the suitcase and stuffed toys. She did this mama proud. She always did uh, she always does. Yeah, pretty awesome story. So there, once again, Joanne nominated someone who did something above and beyond for someone. And uh, that's cool. So that those are the type of nominations we're looking for. Nominate yourself. No shame in that. Or nominate
2: others. And we will go it.
1: into the job.
2: Yeah, there's no rules. We uh, you can nominate yourself. You can have uh, a million people nominate you. Just get yourself in a part of Kins and Clomp Live and the Good Vibes uh, Contest, brought to you by our good friends at uh, the Cooperators Timmins, Sebastian Vermette, and again, we've got seven more to go. Uh, Jamie, you're going to get in touch with uh, Melissa. Yes, the I gift
1: will The gift certificate.
2: So, yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to say something here, Jamie. Uh, Mike Weir, how, like, how odd is that? We, we we could talk golf any other day. We we chose a Sunday where Mike Weir, a Canadian, our uh, good old Canadian boy, just won on the the Champions Tour. There, it's official. Minus ten. He won the uh, the insperity invitation at all during our golf chat with Owen Rigg tonight. How awesome is that? You you couldn't predict this, (laughs) right? That's right. Okay,
1: so happy birthday, Tiana. Uh, There's no way you have a 22 year old. I do. Um, She can take care of me. Yes, of course. In a few years. (laughs) I have the fountain of youth. (laughs) You sure
2: sure do, Clump.
1: Look, uh, Joanne's, uh, her son's birthday uh, is tomorrow, 39, so All right. happy birthday. Happy birthday. I do not have the hair, that is correct.
2: No, no, no. You, you gave your hair to your kids. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, Owen Rigg. He yes. To win. Mike Weir, I can't believe that. Uh, Mike Weir winning uh, in the middle of our, our golf chat tonight with the NGA. So, so, Owen, every time Weir's in contention, Owen has to come back. And uh, we'll cheer on our good old Canadian boy again.
1: Yes, that's right. Um, so that is very good. Thank you for the nomination, Joanne. We really appreciate that. And Prince Brie Tadh fifty fifty early bird prize actually is three prizes. First is five thousand. Oh, it is. is, is okay, five okay. hundred, and a meat pack is third is twenty five hundred.
2: Lots of good stuff for the early bird again. Timmins District 5050.ca is how you get a ticket. I always buy the ticket, and I'm always hoping that we're going to get the phone call at eleven o'clock. And hasn't hasn't happened yet, but uh, we still we still try, don't we, uh, Jamie? We're gonna we're gonna put another okay. ticket in for Kins and Klomp for uh, for the May draw. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: All right, Kinsman. Awesome night. Uh, thank you to Owen. Uh, thank you to the
2: sponsors that keep us going. Right. That's right. Uh, you know, T- Timmins RV, can't say uh, how much love we love. Timmins RV, uh, the-, the Surge, Kim Donovan. And the Surge staff, we love you. We can't wait to get back in there so we can start our Timmins residency. Uh, you know, Martin Peel from PADS Canine Protection and Detection Services. Without Martin, again, Martin has been with us but before we even had a show. Martin says, I don't know if I want to sponsor you. or like He was kind of, he's like, I don't know, let's see what happens. And he's, he's been with us since day uh, zero. So uh, great to see Martin always, uh, always providing and always having our back. From Pat's K9 Protection and Detection Services and how about uh, Eric at uh, villeneuve Engineering our newest sponsor joining the Kins and Klomp live family tonight.
1: Yes, love him. Welcome to the family. We love Eric. And uh thank you so much everyone for watching and all the wonderful comments. Mark especially likes to hear compliments.
2: We love compliments. Yes. And uh, you know what, before we go, we should say on Tuesday's show, we're going to chat with, uh, we're going to chat with uh, the trophy shop. All right looking forward to that Stephanie now, from the trophy shop at Schumacher is uh, Stephanie Hazelwood going yeah. to join us on the show she's feeling a bit of a pinch with COVID and we're going to put another auction up and you'll have a chance to uh, provide some uh, some money toward Stephanie to keep her uh, little business afloat and some much needed funds in COVID times so I'm looking you, forward to that night one
1: last chance since Owen's probably still watching you want to show him your swing
2: I can't. you always ask me to swing i can't if i stand up i'm gonna knock all my equipment over all here right. All all right. Right. this scary, is this not a golf this is not a golf setup here but uh, when we do hit the golf links, when we're allowed to get back in there we'll we'll video my swing your swing and we'll have owen analyze it here live on the show how about tip-toe that tiptoe into the golf course we're gonna to tiptoe to the golf course <laughs> all right good night Kinsman. all right cheers guys